0: now it is time to get out to the schneider orange hotline schneider is hiring drivers right now for more info call them 844 Pride to go to schneiderjobs.com that's 844 prior to go to schneiderjobs.com and bring in our guest from the milwaukee journal sentinel the brewers beat reporter for them kurt Hoag. kurt how you doing today i'm doing good i'm
1: uh, walking a little bit around downtown pittsburgh now so beautiful day here no rain yet
0: Well, hopefully that stays that way. Hopefully we can get some games in tonight for you, and that way it's not like it always seems to be in Pittsburgh where there's another rain out.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, This is my first trip here, and so they haven't had rain yet. Uh, Their first two trips, I'm I'm kind of just like mentally budgeting for at least one delay.
0: (laughs) Well, and and looking at this baseball team, Kurt, I'm going to start here. Are they better today than they were a few days ago before they made any of these moves? No. So then going off of that, why are they doing these moves? What's the what's the goal here? Is it to continue to look down the road, or are they trying to win a World Series this year? Uh, I'll,
1: I'll actually re- rephrase a little bit. I think they aren't any worse, per se, especially if, if the the guys they got for Josh Hader end up working out, um, and in the long term they might be a little better off. But I don't think a lateral step was the one that you want to take when you're in first place. I mean, they, they kind of – I just I just don't feel like they got significantly better, if at all. So, um, it's 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 tough to, to say how it's going to play out. The bullpen's deeper, um, the offense probably could use another complimentary or, or impact that, and they didn't get it. So, uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how all of that plays out because uh, emotions are running pretty high around uh, the Brewers' sphere right now.
0: Well, and real quick, I'll let Gary ask you a second here. Go ahead. Uh, can you make sense of this Trevor Rosenthal trade? What are they doing? Yeah, it's. I'll
1: I'll explain it from <laughs> as as best as I can with making sense of it. They they went to his his uh, his workout basically his showcase. They liked what they saw. Reading between the lines a little bit, the Giants were willing to pay four point five million for the guy, and I think. The two of you and I both know that the Brewers probably were not going to pay $4.5 million yeah. to sign a couple months of a free agent who's, you know, hasn't been healthy. Um, so in trading for him, they're probably not going to be taking on all of that money. And so instead they gave up a, you know, kind of a, a st- quickly stock rising prospect in Tristan Peters, who had multiple hits in seven straight games. Uh, at Class A Wisconsin before getting promoted to Double A, which he never never appeared in Biloxi uh, because that was supposed to happen yesterday. But uh, that's that's I guess the explanation for it is why they gave up the prospects for you know a month of a prospect for a month. Of the guy is they didn't have to pay him, but uh, I don't quite understand why you know if you, if you really like the guy, just just pay him mm-hmm. and then you go, you know if, you know you you can have that uh, a highly regarded. Prospect in your system. I know he's not at the highest level of the system, and who knows how he turns out. It's Tristan, you know, Tristan
2: Peters we're talking about, but it's uh, it's 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 kind of confusing. Well, Kirk, you sound a lot like us. Everything is confusing <laughs> right now. I mean, you you go get rid of Josh Hader, and and I feel like you didn't get, in my opinion, and the return that you need from a guy that's the best closer in baseball. I, I thought he should have got more. And then the Padres turn around and go and give their best prospects uh, to the Nationals, and I felt like they got better uh, overall than that. Deal. I think they leapfrog the, the the Brewers. And then I look at the Brewers. I, I saw Devin Williams and all these guys in the clubhouse, and these guys looks like they need to go see a, a psychiatrist or something because they're just <laughs> upset with the Devin Williams. I mean, I'm sorry, with the uh, with the Josh Hader deal.
1: Yeah, the one thing you really hope doesn't happen if you're the Brewers is, and here's the thing I think about the hater, the hater deal. Like from a, a franchise building and their organizational philosophy perspective, it, it makes it makes some sense. But the thing that you might have to worry about is the ramifications, you know, within the clubhouse. And I think the Brewers will be fine. Uh, they tend to have a you know a pretty a, a pretty healthy clubhouse environment, um, but. It, it it does not send a great message to the players when you trade the three time reliever of the year, and uh, and I think some of it is just emotions running high uh, in, in the immediate aftermath. You know, once things settle down, it'll probably be fine. But uh, but there's a possibility. I mean, that that some of that does linger, and 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 the Brewers can you know they they will they can and they will explain to you their philosophy. You know, the bites at the apple thing. They want as many cracks at the playoffs as they can and that's not a, that's not a bad or wrong philosophy at all especially in baseball where which where the playoffs you know they're quite random but uh i also doesn't don't think that means you can't take like a, a, a bigger bite of the apple right you go get some more guys and and instead of just you know worrying about the quantity of bites the uh the the the, the, the amount of size of the bite is also important too
0: can you make some sense to us why they wouldn't go get a bat? I- I'm sure they were in on some guys of that they were trying to acquire. I-, I don't doubt that. But the fact that you come away with some relievers, and, you know, that's great. You added some depth to the bullpen. That's awesome. But in turn, you lose Josh Hader, and then you don't even add a bat to this offense. Can you make some sense of that?
1: Uh, they didn't find the right price seems to be the over, overriding – Explanation or reason, and you kind of pair that with you look at the offense, and it's a fairly balanced group. Um, Not, there was a lot of flack uh, I was seeing on Twitter around, you know, with fans on Twitter yesterday about uh, you know them not saying they don't have any glaring holes, but the reality is there's not really any glaring holes. They have like at least average production from pretty much every position uh, on on their position player group. But uh, so, you, you, yeah, you combine that and the fact that I think some of the prices were higher than they were wanting uh, is the reason they didn't come away with it. I, I still think they, they needed to at least add a complementary piece or an impact that like a J.D. Martinez or someone like that that was out there. Um, we don't know the inner workings of how, you know, what the negotiations were. So it's tough to, to read too much into that and uh, you know it, it also is like how much how much of an upgrade if we, if we upgrade how much of an upgrade is it over say Luis Urias or how much of an upgrade is Michael A. Taylor over Tyrone Taylor in center field you know it's so it's it's a it's a bit more complicated I think than meets the eye but it's still again a little bit head scratching that they didn't get a single bat
2: and, right and so as we're looking at that, are, are they saying that maybe they're good with the hitting? Um,
1: I think they would. Yeah, I, mean, I think they're <laughs> good with where they're, with where they're at. I, I do think there's a bit of a disconnect. Like, the numbers say the offense is pretty good, and it's hard to disagree with, you know, the seventh best OPS in the league, and I think they're top eight or nine in runs per game as well. Like, that is a factual thing that has happened, but I, I do think there's a little bit of just, just just some some level of thump, or maybe like another guy who can hit left-handed pitching who they've really struggled with this year. Um, that, that really could have rounded out the the lineup a little a little bit better. But it is interesting, like the offense has outperformed the pitching in the defense this year. Uh, and but that was the focus of the deadline is like they got to add offense, they got to add offense. So it's it's a uh, It's an interesting situation.
0: Talking with Kurt Hogue from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel here on the Wendy's Big Show, I know that David Stearns would never come out and say it, but is part of the reason that they maybe didn't make that all-in move or be a little more aggressive in moves because they don't actually believe that this is a team that's going to win a World Series? I think
1: it's because they think it's a team that, by the virtue of being in the playoffs can win the world series. Like that's, and they want to have a team that can, you know, make the playoffs again next year and the year after. And uh, Mm. they're very high on their position player, like their position players in the, in the minors right now. uh, And and they hope they can build this thing out year after year. Um, I, I, this is what I've been saying though. The optics of the deadline are probably worse than the actual, Moves or lack of moves were but uh, but the optics do matter to a degree, right? Especially when like you have hundreds of thousands or millions or whatever fans uh, and Those are the people paying for your product. So it's like it's There's a
2: there's a little bit of this and a
1: little bit of that to, to kind of the whole thing
2: No, there I mean there really is and I, and I think you when you start talking about the paying fans that listen uh, David Stearns. I mean, I, I don't know how you can really fight. The, the guy has been unbelievable here with what he's been able to do. I mean, he's recreated his team almost every three to four years, different players. So I don't know how you can fault him for anything. But I think what is happening right now, dare I say that Brewer fans are starting to get a little restless at making the playoffs. You know, the last I don't know ten years or so, and now they're they're itching to see. I don't even know if they're interested to see a World Series win, but I think they're interested to see this Brewers team get to the big show.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, last year was kind of a, a reality check in a lot of ways where it was, you know, it, it felt like many people really did expect. I don't want to say assume, but it was, you know, was some presumption that they would just beat the Braves. They were the better yes. team uh, yes. during the regular season. Yes. And they, they bowed out. You know, there, there was a, I don't want to say without a fight, but it was it was not a super inspiring series it wasn't. from a Brewer's perspective. Now, of course, the caveat there, it's a four-game sample size. It's baseball. Anything can happen. But I, I think when you have a team whose intent is clearly to just get to the playoffs um, and then hopefully get hot and ride, you know, your three aces and hope the bats catch fire, uh, it, it's not a sentiment that's going to sit very well with a lot of people after what happened last year, and then 2020 they didn't win a playoff game, and 2019 they lost in the wild card. So uh, it's kind of it's kind of an interesting turn of events in Brewers fan- franchise history, where it's gone from you know maybe not just getting to the playoffs anymore, but wanting to do something when you're there. But again, you know if you're there, you got a chance to do it in baseball more than any other sport.
0: Final question here, talking with Kurt Hogue from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel here on the Wendy's Big Show. Freddie Peralta slated to take the mound tonight for the crew. What can we expect to see out of Freddie tonight?
1: Well, it's interesting because he's, he's made it back quicker than I think a lot of people expected only made two rehab starts in the minor leagues. So the, uh, the pitch count, the Brewers wouldn't come out and exactly say it was, but he threw about 50 pitches in the last start. I would expect, you know, maybe 60, 70 or, or so uh, today. So, the, the stuff he said was looking and feeling really good in that last uh, that last rehab start with Triple A Nashville. So, I, and more than more than anything, that might be uh, an injection of life that you know that, that the Brewers at the Brewers will I don't want to say necessarily need, but they could use after uh, the deadline getting getting you know an All Star pitcher, one of the better starting pitchers in the league back. Uh, they've sorely missed him and his ability to you know put up a six-inning no-run start with a with high probability that it's going to happen any time out.
0: Kurt, appreciate the time this morning, and uh, hopefully the rain stays away. We can get this game in today in Pittsburgh for you.
1: Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me on.